Hi, I'm Colleen, your host of The Good News Podcast. And I'm Neil, the other host. The Good News Podcast is your source for good news, fun stories, auditory delight, and sonic joy. We're bringing all of this goodness to you from the Cards Against Humanity studios in Chicago. We spoke with Jeremy Burge recently from Emojipedia. We loved speaking with him so much. We wanted to share a bit more of the conversation. Jeremy is passionate about his emoji archival work, but we also wanted to know some more about that nitty-gritty. Yeah, the the behind-the-scenes emoji experience. We asked about how new emojis are made, where some of them come from, and what even is Unicode. I literally don't know, and I still don't know, even after he explained (laughs) it. Even after the do you get the inside line on new emoji? Yeah, do, come on. Do, do you get, do you what's get like next? an email from a burner email account that's like, hey, <laughs> hey, Jeremy, I got, I got the new emoji for you. <laughs> Why does the burner email sound like that? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, that that's not cr- what the email address sounds like. <laughs> that's the person That is a creepy writing. burner email. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? So there's two things that happen. So early every year, uh, the Unicode Consortium, they're the nonprofit that standardizes every text character in the world. They also are in charge of approving every emoji character they have a draft list and i'm on the committee that sort of looks over those drafts so i do have a bit of a heads up in what's happening so none of this is final for 2019 but some of the draft emoji which could make the cut there's there's a lot more um decorative color like the the circles the squares and the hearts Mm -hmm. you know how at the moment they're all different colors yeah you know there might be six hearts but there's only two different colored circles and about three squares yeah so those in in the draft set at the moment, they have every color for all of those. You can make some nice emoji art that way. There's also a lot of uh, people with disabilities, people in wheelchairs. Apple proposed this. Oh, accessibility. Yeah, so people with a probing cane, if you might be blind or a hearing aid or different types of wheelchairs. That's uh, amazing. And, yeah, so that, that's, a, that's a nice one. And a few food and beverage. I think it's a garlic, clove, and an onion. People go nice. crazy over the food. Well, yeah, yeah, they do. They do. So hopefully they get the onion and the garlic right if they all make rather than like a midwestern a midwestern uh, garlic yeah garlic. you know what can i t- can i give you a scoop now i feel like in a year's time if the waffle emoji makes the final cut i think we're going to see some argue- arguments over round or square Ooh. or what we put on the waffle i think in one year's time I'm not going to start this. I'm staying out of it. I'm just giving you a heads up. Got it. Fast forward a year from now, if the waffle gets in there, I, I can already hear the the different waffle enthusiasts. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Jeremy, real quick. In London, or do you guys have round waffles or square ones? I don't really have waffles. Oh. <laughs> we know what, I know what they are, but, you know. You like, know the what they seen, are. <laughs> I know what they are, but I see them in Belgium, and they have the the round ones, I think, yeah. and I see them in the American hotels. If I go to like a like a sort of dodgy motel chain, and the boys <laughs> got the sort of, I don't know, maybe they have them at fancy hotels as well, but where you pour the mixture in and you flip yeah. the iron up. No, uh, you're right. I would say American waffles are typically round, don't you think, Neil? <laughs> no. You not. think American waffles are square? Uh, rectangular. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Well. Oh. Yeah, Lego Mayego. Well, those are circular, aren't those they? Those are circular, yeah. yeah. The, well, I think you is... can actually get ra- square ones, though, too. Oh, my. Well, the, the wow, argument has is... already begun. Yeah, it's playing out. At, in, as... I think that foundational Unicode thing is really 
interesting. Can you give us a little rundown on how does that work? Who who gets on that? Who makes decisions? Who are they hearing from? So what's interesting about Unicode or the Unicode Consortium is that until recently, it's been a pretty boring standards organization that really they were just there to make sure that text would work. You know, if you wrote it on a computer in Russia or in China, that it would actually work when it left that country. And it was sort of basically required to make the web work properly. So it was sort of boring. No one really cared unless you were into the text standards. But then to make emoji work outside of Japan, the same thing happened. Unicode had to get involved and sort of say, well, if emoji wants to work on phones worldwide, it needs to become part of this global standard. So companies that are involved in any kind of text, that's Apple, Google, Microsoft, uh, Facebook, Twitter, whole bunch of them they all get votes on the emoji set uh my company emojipedia we get half a vote because we are a half member and what happens is that members of the public can submit proposals to unicode or their member organizations themselves can bring forward you know our users for instance would like the skin tones or would like more diversity and then it's up to unicode to figure out exactly which ones to approve before they make it to everyone's phone it's it's in the news. People are talking yeah. about it. That yeah. must be very exciting and potentially frustrating for <laughs> people who used to toil in the shadows. Now now everyone's taking a look. Right. Unicode's been genuinely critical to a global world. You know, they've been around for 25 years. They've done some great work. But honestly, the number of headlines about Unicode pre-emoji would have been very small. (laughs) (laughs) That's just, yeah, the the people, generally speaking, don't really care that much about text encoding and how it works, but they do care about emoji. What about emoji makes people love them so much? When looking at the emoji set, something that we take for granted maybe is that we've never had something like this we've never had a universal set of pictures we can put alongside text anywhere Mm -hmm. they've sometimes worked on different apps you know you can use this messaging app or this program and it works but we've genuinely never had effectively an extra set of 2000 bits of punctuation little colored characters we can put in any single email message whatever it is and now that, I mean, who takes phone calls anymore other than speaking to you two? I we don't speak get, on the phone, we message, and yeah. you want to you be funny or sympathetic. You want to convey what you're trying to say, and text is so cold. <laughs> yeah, and you, you know what? They, they have a term for this in, in Japan. They call a message without emojis in it uh, dry mail. Ooh. So, so that's sort of like it's very dry. The text, you know, it doesn't have any extra emotion in there. And I think that is why we like them. They make us better communicators. We can be friendlier and and, and better to other people. It's hard to use emojis when you're genuinely angry. Yes, you can put the angry emojis, but if you're proper angry, you're prob- probably just typing all in caps. Yeah, that's so true. Uh, honestly, I'm gobsmacked by the phrase dry mail. Well, you heard it here first, folks. I, I, mean... I love that. I've been sending, I almost exclusively send dry mail and I feel I, I feel like I've been making a mistake. Yeah, you need to moisten it up with yeah, some gotta, emojis. I'm going to send some wet mail yeah. right now. That's all from Jeremy for the time being. 
Check out the Emojipedia and make your best predictions about what the newest, coolest, slickest emoji will be. Thanks for listening. Do you have good news? Awesome. Or maybe you want to tell us a joke or idea? That's amazing. Email us at goodnews at cardsagainsthumanity.com. Or leave us a voicemail at 773-217-0156. You can also tweet us at the Good News Pod. And if you love the Good News Podcast, review us on iTunes. We'd appreciate it. Most of our music is by Pottington Bear. Same place, same time, tomorrow.